to another episode of Oh That's Random. I'm your host, Nerdy G. And you can follow me on Twitter at nerdy, nerdy underscore G way. And you can follow me on IG at that guy nerdy. Today I'm here to talk to you about something a little, well, let's just call it definite. What we're going to talk about today or where my thoughts are today is with life and death. Nerdy? Life and death? Yeah. See, when the podcast started, you heard that. You heard that bell. For the moment we come out of our mother's womb, the bell. Ding, ding, ding. It means it's on. We're battling through this thing that we call life. And that's fine. We're gonna have some good we're gonna we're gonna have some good rounds. We're gonna have some bad rounds. We're gonna get knocked down a few times and we're gonna get back up and we're gonna keep on going. No matter what. But all in the end, as you heard, we strike out. We're all gonna strike out one day. We're all gonna die. Live to die. A part of life is death. And I'm just kind of here to kind of hone in on some of the things that come with death or come with life. I'm going to call it life because death is the end. But well, far as we know, death is the end. But what I'm what I'm what I'm going to talk about is basically well, what this random thought is or yeah, I'm going to call it. Yeah. What this random thought is, is. How is it something that we know is going to happen? How does it affect us that much? I get it. The relationships building. You've built relationships with people. You love these people. You get you, you get close. You get attached. All those good things. Yeah, I understand those things. But let's take let, let let's take a person that let's um let's take let, let, let's take a look at somebody who's been around for 90 70 something years you know luckily fortunate they lived they had a good life they had, they, they had a good they had some good rounds they had some great rounds they have fun they enjoyed their life they have no regrets they're smiling and then they go peacefully in their sleep and then all of a sudden the people around us we we we, we get um we start reflecting, oh, family's important, this, that, and a third, and then the next thing you know, a couple of days pass, maybe a week or two, we're back doing back to doing the same shit. And we're not hugging on our family <laughs> as as we as as much as we were two weeks ago. Or we're not truly feeling the exact same way that we were when we got the news. But we let it affect us for a short period of time. And, of course, I know everybody's grieving process is totally different. Got it. It's not a problem. Grieving process, different. It makes sense. I got it. We, we're we people. We we grieve different. Um, I may grieve a little bit harder for somebody that I was closer to than I would a third cousin or a second cousin. It makes sense. But then it's like, oh, in these moments, we need to appreciate family we need to appreciate family because we don't ever know. Correct. 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 We don't ever know. We don't know. 
what is say when you when you when you talk about basketball when you talk about sports when you talk about boxing you say you can make all the predictions that you want but when it comes down to it we say well this is the reason why we play the game well this is the reason why we step in the ring so even with life we know what the end result is in life i look at it i look at it this way people don't watch biopics because they know what the outcome because they are because they already know what the outcome is if we didn't know what the outcome was we wouldn't watch it i mean not so much as that we wouldn't watch it we wouldn't care right you pick up and you watch all of those you know the temptations we knew that the temptations you know they died xyz but it, what what we really cared about was the struggle and what was going on in between we watched at the end of at the end of uh, the temptations you didn't say I need to hold my family closer. You didn't. At least I didn't. Life comes to an end, far as we know it. I know this seems a little dark, <clears throat> but honestly, this is this is where my thoughts are. Um, this the, yeah, this is where my thoughts are right now. And I do find it, I do find it strange, and that's just me. I do find it strange um, to see people go through the emotions. Of course, we're gonna, of course, that's just part of life as well, going through the emotions. But do we really mean what we're gonna say? Do we really mean when we say that we're gonna be better people? If death makes you feel that you need, makes you feel like you need to be a better person, or you need to live a little more or you need to get out your normal or you need to stop you know moping around and blaming everybody else for your shit why does it have to only last for two weeks i mean i get it there's some people out there where a death a close death to them may fuel them and then from that we probably get some some you know some great person or probably some something great to come uh some great person to give back to society <clears throat> based off of uh you know an experience that they went through which was death i used to work in a prison and there was this guy his name was toby i know right and for him his father had diabetes okay cool toby said i want to help my father so he became a doctor he focused in he focused on diabetes right he was great good works did good works and did good works but toby's in jail now toby how you get here how you get here toby he was in atlanta his father had passed he felt like he had failed his father he felt like he couldn't save his father. He felt like he let his father down. But he didn't. He didn't. He knew one day his father was going to pass. And so it didn't it it led him down. There was no way that he could prepare for it. But it led him down a road of smoking crack, blowing his money being around women having a good time 
showed, sharing pictures showed God, God was living a life. God was a doctor living like a rock star. He fell down on bad times. He let his practice go. He wasn't, he wasn't focusing. And he knew he had daughters himself. He, he had some kids and, you know, they took care of him and they, they looked up to him and he was the American dream. He was the American dream, like, but what fueled him was my father. My father, this, my father had this, let me be a doctor. My father was kind of bad. He was far off. I knew death was coming. There's no way that you can prepare for death. Understood 100%, 110% can understand that there's no way for you to prepare for death. But then the things that you say Oh, I need to I need to, I need to cherish this time a little bit more. I need to do this. And I need to do that. Okay. Do it. Same way you became a doctor because your father had diabetes and you wanted to help him. Okay. Continue to help others. Don't lose your way because you know what's at the end of the road. It's all about the struggle. It's all about the struggle. People care about the struggle more than they do about the end result because we kind of know what the end result is if we're talking about it, right? Everybody just tuned into that Michael Jordan doc. We know what the end result is. Six titles, two three-peats, a horrible black hole in Washington. He turned around. Owner of the, uh, of the Hornets. Still making shoes. Still making a killing. Still being Jordan. Still still being Jordan himself. Why do we tune in? Because we didn't have social media back then? Because we didn't know that much about Michael Jeffrey Jordan? We heard the rumors. Coke. Gambling issues. Very competitive. Yeah, we know. We heard it, but we tuned in anyway. We tuned in anyway. We wanted to hear, we wanted to see something that we didn't we that that we probably didn't know. It's about the struggles. It's about the come up. It's about what were we doing to get to this time. When people show greatness, we want to know how or what they did or what pushed them to be as great as they are or were okay looking at death we know it's coming we know it's at the end of the road my issue or not issue but my question is people die around us every single day so why is it only that when it's semi-close and let me back off. Let me let me let me back off the immediate family. Let me talk about some of these friends or these associates or these second cousins where I really didn't really didn't really. I mean, I knew who you were. I really, you know, we talked, we hung out, but I wasn't telling you all my business. I wasn't telling you that I was, you know, late on rent or, you know, I'm fucking off on my, you know, person or whatever the case may be. But no, I understood who you are. I know who you are. I know you're my cousin. We hung out a couple times. Cool. 
yeah, man, that person passed. Oh man, yo, you know times like this, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta cherish family. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do more. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. Couple days pass. Couple weeks pass. You go back to doing the same shit that you did before the person died. Like, why say those things if you're not gonna truly be about them? The way I look at this at times is that death can inspire. It's supposed to be a celebration because they're no longer here on this earth. They're no longer having to deal with the daily do dirty things that are going on. The stresses of the, the world that the stresses that the world brings to us. We should be celebrating them to either start anew, whatever you believe in. If you believe in afterlife, if there's a new life, hey, get rid of this, get rid of this life and go on to the next. I get it. But for those folks that I hear, oh my gosh, I'm going to change. I'm going to change. I need this. I need, I need to be a better person. I need my, I need to be around my kids more, man. I need to show my family that I love them. I need to put my loved ones close to me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, a couple days pass, funeral passing, two weeks. You're back to doing the same old shit. Can't get you to come home on time. You get off at work at 3.30. You don't show up until 7 fucking o'clock. Smelling like beer? Possibly. <laughs> but your kid's, been, your kid's been out of school since 3 o'clock. You find every you find everything else to do instead of spending time with them. Then you want to bitch and complain to your wife or your significant other. Oh well, shit, you ain't spending no time with them. You ain't here with them. Blah 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 blah. But just two weeks ago, you were saying that you need to spend more time and you need to appreciate your family a little bit more. Why does death? Why does death has to take place for you to utter those words out of your mouth? <coughs> Excuse me. I don't think you should utter those words out of your mouth if you don't fucking mean them. And it doesn't have to take death to be that. That's how I look at it. <clears throat> death shouldn't death shouldn't be the the kickstarter for you to say I want to do better and I want to I want to spend more time around my family. No. There are values that have already been set. You can you you have the choice. That's the beautiful thing about people. We have choice. We have minds. We can we can see, we can observe, we can make the choice, we can we can make decisions. If I choose to tell my if I choose to call my kids and say, Hey, I'm coming to get you on Friday and I never show up, guess what? That was my choice not to show up. But understand that me not showing up is gonna have a negative impact on my child later on. And so when it's my time at the end, and I'm gone, even though I won't be here to know it, and my child shows no no remorse or anything, that's that, that's only on me to blame. That's that's my blame. You get me? Death shouldn't have to make you change your thought process. You should have, you should already change, or you should be the change that you want to see. It starts with us. I know I started this off talking about life and death. This all, in my mind, goes together. 
I might not be piecing it together the best way. Some of my some of my analogies may be off, but listen, I do know from the time that we've come out of a woman's womb, that bell, when that bell rings, it's on. And everything that we do in between from the time we come out of the womb to the time that we go into the ground or be cremated or get burned up and get shot into the air or, you know, sprinkled across whatever uh, mountain or hood or poured out and whatever. However, however, however you see yourself being stuffed and posted up in somebody's living room, however you want your body to be preserved or how you want your body to go once you hit that end. That's what it's about for me. We know what life is. Everything, all the beautiful things that it can be, all the all the things that it can't be. I, For me, I don't understand why when we know what the end is, how does it affect us so much? I know some of you probably thinking, hey, you just kind of gave it all out there. You just said it. You just said it. The emotions, the connections that you have to people, certain things that you do, certain things that you, certain um, connect connections, relationships, uh, how you interact with the person, how it makes a difference. Yeah, but what about those that I really didn't interact with you that well? Okay, so let me make, okay, so maybe it is. Maybe I'm internalizing it and I'm saying that we were closer than what we really were. Death shouldn't have to make you feel like that you need to be a better person. I know the I know the thought is life and death, but I guess it's a pet peeve with what comes with death. For me, that's what I'm gonna go with. It's a pet peeve of it's a pet peeve, or it's something that I just truly don't understand. Death comes, people fight over money. People fight over will. People don't care. Family members jug each other. Family members feel like they deserve certain things because they was there. Certain family members feel like, nah. Certain family members cut you out, do do things that they don't, they don't want anybody to know about, but the information gets out anyway. And I'm supposed to care the same amount as you. I'm supposed to sit here knowing that there was some money that was supposed to be split amongst all of us and you said nothing about it. You kept that money for yourself. When I found out about it and then you say, oh, well, this is the time to be closer to family. You know, we just have to love each other more. Are you loving us? Or how are you uttering these things out of your mouth? Are you loving us by keeping this money to yourself. I get it. I get the saying. Money is the root to all evil. So in that instance. Does that make you evil? Because. There's no reason for you to. Say I want to be a better person. Or I want to be closer to my family. Or I want to love my family. I need to cherish my family more. And a person left a, a large sum of money. For the family to be distributed. 
for the family and maybe they didn't have their affairs in the best of order not all of us can afford a lawyer not all of us can go down there and have a will put in place but there are there are people there are free services out there that will do a will for you so that so that we can stop some of this petty shit that goes on when it comes time at the end of your life because we know that the end of your life is coming so how does that work how does that work in my in, in, in our world how do we get our people to stop being petty why should should we even should we even give energy to it I just hope somebody hears this and and understands that hey I don't have to be a shitty person I don't have to keep all the money you get more by giving more that's something that I believe I don't mind helping people I don't mind giving to people I don't mind giving out because there's been times where I needed gas money and I had to ask I'm not gonna say I'm a problem guy I don't I ask for what I need egos I don't I don't I don't really have an ego I'm not I'm not too big I'm not too prideful I'm not too too strong of a man to ask for help when I needed it when I didn't have a job and I got a job and I'd had no money I had zero dollars and I had to look at the woman and say hey I got a job all I need from you it's gas money to get me back and forth to that job until I get my first check. It's not a problem. I've been I've been at a point where, hey, I don't have any lunch money. You think you you think you can give me lunch today? Yes. A friend, a person. I don't mind asking. I don't have I'm not too big. If you need help, ask for help. It's not that hard. Pride for what? I don't want people to see me this way. Perception is everything. How about being how about you try being authentic? How about you try saying, hey, my stomach is fucking growling and I know everybody can hear it. How about you just ask somebody? There's no reason to be scared. Either the worst thing that they can tell you is no. Or get the fuck away from me. And then that person right there. Well, hell, that that person is probably evil, <clears throat> or just doesn't give a fuck about humanity at large. Pet peeves: When death comes, a lot comes with it. It should be the end. It should be the end. It's the end, far as we know it, depending on what you believe. But for the most part, when it comes to the end. We shouldn't have a lot of shitty shit going on. You can expect that throughout life. Life is a life. You're going in. Ding, 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 motherfucker. Ding, ding, ding. You're going in. There's going to be some shit. Expect it. Nobody on this earth has lived a perfect, breezy, I never had an issue life. We all go through something. But at the end, at the end, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. At the end, you should be 
done. You shouldn't have to fight up. People shouldn't have to fight over your assets or what you had. You should have that. Th- you should have those things in order. If you don't have them in order, then fine. Okay, hey, that's your bad. But bringing it all back around to where I say we shouldn't have to wait to the end of somebody's life to be a better person, or say, uh, or at least say that we're going to be a better person for at least two weeks, and then go back to doing the same shitty. Or go back to being the same shitty person that we were two weeks prior to the person passing. Same way when I when I spoke about church and the church saying, if we're gonna pray about it, don't worry about it. So same thing here. If you know that death is coming, it's supposed to be a celebration, not telling you how to grieve. But if you're going to say some things, if you're going to be out there, you're going to be the cliche person and just say some things and then go back to being the shitty person, save your breath. Save your breath. There's no reason for you to go back to being the same shitty person. Don't waste our breath. Don't waste your breath. Don't waste my time, my milliseconds or whatever the hell it is. You telling me that, oh, this is the time where we need to, you know, really, we need to really hold our families close. Like even in this time of the pandemic, a lot of people are saying we need to, we need to hold our time. No, you know what the pandemic has forced us to do as people is look is look at our people. Look at look at our family. Look at the people that inside of our homes. Fuck all the other financial shit. Fuck everything else. There's some of you who want to open up the country just because you want to escape your family. There's some of you, let me let me say it again. There's some of you who want to open up the country again just so that you can escape your family. Some of you prefer not to be with your family. Some of you thrive off of going to work. Some of you need to be at work. Some of you need to be anywhere but home. Because family is special. If you're a parent, you have responsibility. And when you get to talking to your kids and you get to listening to your kids, one thing that we like to believe is that our children are perfect. Parents like to believe that their children are perfect. They're not. We're not. I'm a child. I'm not perfect. My mother knows I'm not perfect. My mother has come to the grips with that I'm not a perfect child. None of her children are perfect. She knows that. But that what makes her, her understanding that makes her just that much of a better of a parent. You don't have to hide from the truth of your kids. But some people go home or during this time right now, they're realizing, hey, this kid is shitty. Yeah, this kid's shitty because it's a reflection of you. So if your kid's shitty, is because of you. You're a shitty person. And some people don't want to be faced with that. And I get it. It's hard looking in the mirror and telling yourself the truth. It's hard looking in the mirror and waking up and going outside in the world and being authentic. Yeah, because you can be whoever the hell you want to when you go to work. Because, I mean, you control perception there. You control perception. Oh, yeah, I do this with my kids, and we have this, and you go home, and you don't even see them fuckers. And then when your kids, when you bring your kids around, people are looking at you, Oh, yeah, well, you remember when y'all guys did this? You remember? How was that? And the kid looking at you like, I ain't never been no motherfucking C-word. What you talking about? 
egg on your face. All I'm saying is when we know that things are final, we know what the end result is. Don't wait till that happens to be the douche to say, oh, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be all this. No, don't do that. I'm asking you not to do that. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm asking you not to do it. If you're going to go back to being the same shitty person, I'm going to say it again. If you're going to go back and be the same shitty person, then don't do it. I know this seems a little deep, a little heavy, but it's it's really what it is. Life, death. Life at the beginning, ding, ding, motherfucker. At the end, we're striking out. Bowling strikes. Not baseball strikes, but bowling strikes. Some of us, we get we get baseball strikes, and we know baseball strikes aren't good. But I'm talking bowling strikes, where strikes and bowling is good. We had a good life. When you live a good life, you have a good life, and then you get that last, you knock down that last bowling pin, that you knock down that strike, that last strike, and you go on to wherever you go. It's okay. You enjoyed your life. Anybody who passes around me, if I see that they enjoyed their life or I know for a fact that they enjoyed their life, no matter what they went through, no matter what they endured, but in their last days or the way that I can remember them as an enjoyable person and enjoying their life, then I'm good. I don't need their passing to tell me I needed to be a better person. I don't need their passing to tell me that uh, I need to hold my family closer. I'm going to hold my family closer because that's what I want to do. I'm going to hug all of my children. I'm going to love my wife crazy. I'm going to be the best person I know how to be to my family, and I don't need some traumatic event to happen for me to be that person that's it don't get hung up over what you already know is going to happen don't get hung up over that we're taught a lot of things in life but we abandon a lot of those things that we're taught hanging in there hanging there pussycat you know that you know that sign yeah, we fight. We fight every morning. Every morning you get out of bed, you're fighting. Your body's fighting for you while you sleep. Keeping you alive. Ding, ding, motherfucker. So, that's where I'm at. Okay? Remember, this This is just to get you thinking. This is my. These are my thoughts and my thoughts alone. No need for you to run with them and Draw, draw them out and have a two-day conversation about them. No. Think about it. Enjoy it. Get back to living life. Enjoy life. Hug your, hug your family. Be the great person that you are or be the, shi- be the best shitty person that you are. Either way it go, have fun. I'm Nerdy G. Nerd out.